This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey guys, it's Kevin Rucha here, joined with my co-host, Eric Philippou. Hey Eric, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, it's been a while, Eric. I haven't really talked to you in a while. I think last week we talked about the local businesses. Super excited, we didn't do an episode last week. Today we have another brand audit. This is a brand that I found and I sent to Eric and we're just, Eric made a good joke, but he can't say it on the podcast. It's not inappropriate. It's an insult to a celebrity <laughs> that is prominently featured in their ads and we don't want to get sued, so we won't say the joke. The company, guys, is called Beekeepers Natural. I've only seen a little bit about them, so this podcast is going to be good because I've seen some of the ads a few weeks ago. I haven't seen their recent ads in a while, and but their website, I think, is pretty much the same. But let's dive in, and Eric, we're going to start off with the ad library and see what they're doing and how they're running ads, and then go directly to their website and do our thoughts on the ads. So let me share my screen now. This is the company. If you guys want to follow along or if you're on YouTube, just go to Beekeepers Natural, and you can see that they're verified on Instagram. They're also verified on Facebook. If you're looking at it right now, you can see that they are running about 200 ads at the moment. That's a lot of ads. Oh, so look, Eric, if you look all, they're running too many ads. Let's take a look at some of their ads. And from what we're seeing, it looks like this is a Cameron Diaz brand, or is she probably a model or sponsor of this brand? She might be an investor. Let's play this ad right here and then see what she says. This ad's interesting because this is a live. I'm surprised that Facebook allows this because what Facebook calls faking the UI of the platform looks like it's a live video, but it's not. This is technically, wouldn't be allowed, right? So I don't know why. So let's play this video though. Such a great healing substance. And then it's also full of antioxidants. And best of all, I tell every human being I come into contact, if, even if they're not sick, I tell them you have to get these products. I love this. It tastes amazing. Every single person that I recommend this to, they fall in love with it and they buy like six bottles from me. The first time I took it, I just took half a teaspoon and I took it in the morning and I had so much energy afterwards. I didn't even need coffee. So I basically recommend the power to most. This doctor is clearly forgetting the lines and my first thought is as I marked it, she's thinking of the words to say. I can see why you'd say that. My only thing is, I don't know if they make health claims or something. Like any brand that makes a health claim has to be careful how they word it just for Facebook policy. I'm not saying this health claim is wrong or anything. I'm just saying any health claim at all, they should be careful. I think in the beginning, Cameron Diaz mentioned something. I don't think it was a health claim per se. Otherwise, obviously it would have been flagged. But whenever you do a health angle on any ad, even if it's low sugar cereal. Or Some things here that I like so far is that they clearly know that Cameron Diaz is a recognized person in pop culture. Starting off their ad copy with Cameron Diaz, showing her super strong. I'm not sure if Cameron Diaz is a part owner or investor. Clearly, she is helps promote the brand because they, they use a lot of ads. A lot of ads have her. If you have this really big celebrity or endorser, you know to put them in front. I think most people know that. There's a reason why it still works well. It's so easy to do, especially in your prospecting ads, because whenever someone sees a brand they never saw before, they immediately don't trust it. But if it's a celebrity they love, 
they've seen this celebrity before. They don't just trust it. They love it. They think it's great. I think someone who does this really well is Dwayne Wade. He puts out a lot of brands and has his authority in it. He's very good at that. And Nick Alba has one. And so this is really cool. I like that they use that. There are some brands that are backed by celebrities, which you have never known because they just don't do that in the ads for whatever reason. Maybe they don't realize it's a good ad strategy, but basically you have in-house influencer marketing for free. So you definitely want to use that if you have a celebrity associated with your brand. Something like Dwayne Wade, if the brands they remote fit his personality and it feels natural, that's why it's good. If you think about some other ads, we'll probably see a lot of these ads at Super Bowl next week. Insurance companies where you have... Aaron Rodgers. I want to know what your thoughts. I know that that's so ad and that's, that's so scripted. That's not natural. Whereas these, Dwayne Wade, he's natural in his ads. It seems like he's part of the brand. He mm-hmm. wants to promote it. Same thing with LeBron James. When you see LeBron James promote stuff, his new Lobo tequila, he's drinking it. He's doing something with it. Actual versus Aaron Rodgers just golfing, talking to the guy from whatever insurance company. Do people still fall for that? I guess. Def Packers fans, if it's something relevant to the celebrity, it's a hundred times more effective. Obviously, if a basketball player was showing an athletic gear versus you know, something completely unrelated. Do you know their personality? Dwayne Wade, for example, he's kind of known as a fashion icon. He was on Gilbert Arenas' podcast. He's like the most photographed athlete with his shirt off. Might have been a joke, but he's known for that. And so he's known for his style. That makes sense when he does that. It's really cool. That's just much more effective with the brand. Exactly. Anyways, it still works, but that's something to think about. Maybe it still works now, but with this sort of increase in authenticity, personality, now it's really time to find these brands that really fit the personality of the person you want. And that's why these guys, some of these YouTubers, for example, they do so well. Mr. Beast, I, was, I mentioned Mr. Beast before. He is now building his own product, his own brands that fit him and his style. Just basketball players are finally now realizing their true influence or power. And now they want to own businesses or at least equity. That mindset is coming up to for new athletes. So they're seeing that now they don't want to be just paid. They want to own. So now they really want to be part of the brand, be part of investors in the company and promote in everyday life. And for you as a business owner, that's even better because now instead of payment, whatever, 20K for one post, now you're giving them 1% of equity and they're promoting it for your whole life. And that's probably what's more influencer marketing slash that's how I see the world shifting towards because 10 years ago, 20 years ago, no athletes got equity. And now guys like LeBron, I want part of the company. Now every athlete, I want to follow LeBron. Jordan was the pioneer of this, right? Really. But anyways, let's go back to some of these ads. This added here. I kind of like what they're doing here with the text overlay where they traditionally you see a lot of people do the white one, but they're doing with this black and yellow. Let's look at this one. So this is an immune product. Obviously this product works really well right now during COVID. lot of products too and they are bundling they're showing a lot of products and bundling and that's great to get their aov up especially food products margins are usually high margins are usually not high so you want a higher aov to really be competitive in paid traffic so if you look at this ad it's an ad for local business why would you run an ad to a local store and i think a lot of people see these ads they don't know why we've done campaigns like this We've seen other brands do campaigns for this, or at least I've heard friends tell me that this is the campaigns they run. The reason why they run campaigns sometimes to CVS, to the store, is because they made a deal with the business saying, if you sell my units, 
will order more from you. And as a business, sometimes you want this wholesale deal because you'll get more cash up front. So it's worth it to run ads. This ad's probably some sort of local ad that they're running around geolocation that's going to get people to that store. There's probably not going to be trackable ROI on Facebook, but they're going to move units at the local store and then they're going to place a bigger, a bigger PL. That's interesting. I haven't really thought about it like that. So that's kind of why you see them sometimes. They want the PL for the cash flow and also just to move the units. So let's watch this video. I think this is celebrity too, right? This one, um, a little bit long-term effect. This one, I feel safe taking everything on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The propolis spray is one of my oh, favorite. I love this ad for a few reasons. Liver damage may occur if you take more than four doses in 24 hours. That's this is good. I've never seen an ad like this actually. Really good. That's really good. I can see us doing that a lot for a lot of companies. We get the gist of the ad. So basically this ad, it starts out with, I guess a UGC, but really it's probably an actor or actress. They're basically holding competitor in one hand and their product in the other hand and saying, oh, this one looks dangerous or, but I feel safe taking this every day. That's a very intentional, deliberate line. I feel safe taking it because anything in the consumable space, whether it's a medicine or even a food, trust is such a huge issue. So when they lead with just someone who might look like a customer says, I feel safe taking this and their whole angle is safety and they have a doctor, there's so much authority there. That's a really smart ad for something in this space. I really like this a lot. If you're working on a supplements brand, even you can talk about that, how safe it is. Even supplements, there's a connotation that they're not safe or you can't trust what's in them. So that's why this is such a smart, it depositions them from a lot of competitors. I really like how they're reading the label of the product. Not lying because that's literally what it says. Every medicine says that. They're very clever in their ad. It's a UGC, but also there's a doctor here, a real doctor. And that is this additional credibility. Any product that has a doctor or someone in the health profession, instant credibility. There's a reason why people put Dr. Oz on everything. It just works. And it's almost a cliche in the ad industry where they'll just put a model with a lab coat on and they won't even say he's a doctor. They'll just not say anything of what he is. He's just a model with a lab coat. So people assume he's a doctor. Cliche, I haven't seen it in a while, but that's how far people go to have that visual representation of authority. In this case, it's very real and it's very cool. This looks like it's targeting a very specific market. It's not medicine and it's not supplements. I guess there's a movement of people not wanting to use medicine, but wanting to use foods as medicine. I'm not a health expert, but there is some sort of movement. So this might be something they're trying to consider. And people interested in that, they see an ad like this, that's they're singing to the choir. They love this kind of ad, this speaking to them a lot. I think it's a very smart ad, the way they did it technically and psychologically. Subtitles or text on the screen, because you're probably listening. You're probably watching with no sound for most of the video. So yeah, this is really good. You don't even have to use Cameron Diaz to get a lot of authority and credibility. I really like this ad here. I've never seen this. It's nature plus science equals love. I think there's a good formula we can follow for a lot of ad copies. Let's watch this little kid here. Because the kid isn't in there. It said natural throat spray sold out six times. So another one of those uses of your inventory runs out. Instead of hollering at your operations guy to fix it, you use that as an ad. And it's actually delicious.
So I'm at the hives and this is raw propolis. You scrape this off the hive walls. You can chew, you chewing it like gum and it's actually delicious. Propolis I recommend to my patients just for general immunity building. So during the winter time when people are starting to get shooting Eric, it's very intentional. The credentials here. So that's something interesting. She says her patients, you do notice the degrees in the background. I don't know if it's the same person as the doctor in the left with just a different hair color. If she's a doctor, they should definitely say, oh, this is a doctor in a much clearer way. Also, I think she's the same person as the video before where he said, oh, I don't like this script a lot. It looks very forced. I love this version a lot more, especially if they can say, oh, she's a doctor because there's just so much more authority. If there are people sick around you, I would recommend spraying a spray or two a day uh, to keep you healthy. This has changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. User review or something? I guess it's just an actress. Yeah, it's just like that. Just showing the different products. Did that in the office a couple times. For content. Yeah, it's easy. Just hurry all the products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just go through all the products and I mean that's good to show just how many products they have and you can eat them and someone's a spray. I really like this ad copy. I think there's a lot work well the pure benefits now. Nothing too crazy, just what's in it. Let's see if we find something different. Kylie Jenner one. Everyone wants to market to a celebrity. I think like Kylie Jenner specifically, she uses this throat spray. She uses this. The reason why they circled it. They want to make it so obvious. This is interesting, Eric, because my friend has a company and they have like an article that was on Forbes and they run it this too and it works really well. This works well, but they're doing even better with this circle around. The celebrity secret. I like this copy here, the celebrity secret. Wellness during cold and flu season, everyone to know a secret. The doctor's secret to being healthy, catchy. Hey, how come doctors see sick patients all the time, but they don't get sick? What is it? Right? What are they thinking? It does come off as tabloidy almost. I don't know if that kind of stuff works, even though I've seen it for 100 years. It's been around forever and they haven't changed the style, but I think it works for sure. Some people are just obsessed with certain celebrities and they will do anything that they say the celebrity does. I like to think I'm not like that. I'm not saying it's bad, but there are probably a few celebrities that if they just say they do something, I'll probably just do it just because they said it. Someone like Kylie Jenner, she's so influential. Yes. It's crazy how people still are influenced by her because they know that she's just doing it for money. This weird concept of why are you so influenced by this person? You literally know that she's just doing it for money. She doesn't use the products. I actually disagree. I don't know how many people, we're marketers, so yeah. we keep it like that, but... Look, if I'm just someone I no clue about marketing, I'm not in the marketing industry. I don't know about influencer marketing, how that works. SEO, for example, this came up first on Google. It must be the best thing on the internet. It's not just the article or the website who had the best yeah, SEO. People still don't realize Google has ads. So yeah, you're right. Oh, that's another thing too. They click on <laughs> ads on Google. They don't realize that's an ad. Topic. Yeah, so that's another thing. And just as marketers always have to think about that. And I think every marketer falls into that trap to some extent. This might still work. It's worth testing. They're running a lot of ads. When did this ad launch? January. 
last week, basically. That's interesting. If they were running it for like months and months, it might be a yeah, scaling I think ad. They might have been. Here's other ads, and these are just EPA ads. That might be a retargeting ad. Yeah, these are retargeting. Number ads, gift cards, that's a gift card ad. <laughs> They're definitely doing a few different UGCs. Cartney Kardashian. So look at this one, right? So we're since November. That's probably it then. And guys, if you're looking at the ads library, you see something like this. We're scrolling down. We see the newest ads first. We saw a Kylie Jenner one. First of all, if you have Kylie Jenner using it, you have to use that as an ad. It looks like they did run an ad about Kourtney Kardashian in November. And it looks like they're still running it, which for most brands that have a more than 100 ads, that means it's probably a good ad. It's probably working for them. They've been running it. And then you see them trying more of it later in the timeline. That's a really good indicator where you might want to try it for your brand if it's something similar. I think what you said is key here. This company is running 200 ads, so they're testing a lot. If you're running 10 ads, that's a different story. Very different mindset of people running that are working at the company with 10 ads versus 200 ads. This is probably working in some shape. We don't know if it's row ads or CPA or engagements or people just clicking through the website, but something's working. And that's all you can take from that is... Something here is working. And honestly, from what I'm thinking about, it's because of Kourtney Kardashian, the celebrity, curiosity. In that specific style with the circle, click the video. So it's just okay. Look, right? It does say doctor in the corner too. I just caught that. I wonder what type of doctor. It's whatever. Maybe they have a PhD and I think it's illegal to lie about being a doctor. It's not like you just put it as an ad. I love this. It tastes amazing. Dr. Teresa, yeah. All right, time Dr. to Google Teresa. her. See what type of doctor she is. I'm not going to Google her name. That'd be creepy. Google her name on a podcast where you're sharing the screen and everyone's going to see their information. These are blog posts. Those work, by the way, traffic to a blog post. And if yeah. you have a good UX on your site and they can easily find, you can easily have a good call to action. They're very effective. Basically the same as a landing page. It's a smart way to do it. These must be working because they're running for a long time now. This one is not active, but let's just play it. This is like a very basic, very turn off. Let's click into some of these. They have some clear trends going on and what's working for them from an ad standpoint. I want to see what the rest of their funnel is. It looks like an interesting brand and they do look like they're thinking from a marketing standpoint. So you clicked uh, an ad, it looks like it goes to a blog post. From September 17th, we were able to update this from two days ago, like every two days. Oh, a new article. For me, it's a little too... From the content or the design? Content. I don't know much about this topic, but I do know there's a group of people who love this stuff. They're really just promoting their spray. It's obviously the one that we've been seeing this whole episode. It's a bee product. Other names are beeswax, acid, bee glue. It's on WebMD when it comes up. This is a very specialized niche. If you're in the market for this, you would know what it is if you like these bee products. And there is a huge market for this in the US. Every time I go to a farmer's market, there is a honey person. He has a lot more products that aren't just honey, which I'm always surprised at. And there are so many products I'm just unaware of from these natural ingredients. I think for me, the issue is I wouldn't call it Propolis brand. I would name it your own branded name. This contains Propolis. I'm not sure I haven't Googled them, but you know that once you're spending a ton of money, you inherently make a brand. Now you said you Google Propolis. What is it? It's a very generic thing. It's kind of like Theragun. Theragun, people think of massage guns. They think of Theragun. They kind of capture the brand name is the product. The effects of marketing that you can potentially be thinking about later on. And it's not something you want to worry, but I would say like think about it. I don't know how popular this name out of this target market. Yeah. I don't shop around for this specific niche, but if it is actually not a common phrase, 
huge opportunity to take advantage of it and call it something like the way Q-Tip and Band-Aid and yeah. Xerox and Uber. If it's something that's not really big in the market and you're a huge player in the market now, when since we have a celebrity, you can break into it really aggressively. That does sound like a good idea. I think for, for example, Q-Tip and Band-Aid, now it's a generic camera thing. I don't think they can trademark. Let's go back to some of these ads up the top. Let's try to look at new ones they're testing. And basically they take you to this beekeeper's pharmacy. I love beekeeper's pharmacy travel kit. Packaging makes a huge impact in e-commerce, a bigger impact than you ever think. I'm very interested in why and how they called it the pharmacy. Interesting copy, pharmacy versus like a high travel kit. Looks like it has that all-in-one, it's kind of like a traveling pharmacy in your bag. There's a brand called Sugarfina where they make really cute candy and they package it really nicely. This kind of reminds me of that. I liked it a lot. I have a feeling the target customer loves this packaging. Compare it to the stuff you see at CVS. It adds a lot of credibility too. You have nice packaging and branding. The brand looks more legitimate. It doesn't look like something that was drop shipped to you from Alibaba. I'm a fan of having these things expanded. Like I don't like when you have to make users click. Something will stick out to them. But now if it's not expanded, then they won't know. Brain people, okay, cool, that's interesting. But if I'm going click on it, I would have not known that those are something here. I like expanded stuff. I think it's better. That's my opinion. This should be higher up. So for me, if we're thinking about conversion rate for the website, I think it's a shame that they only have three and two images. You know that your store can have five, six images. Why not put more images of UGC content, some of the badges you've got, such as where you've been, maybe some of the articles again, where you've been, for example, that Kylie Jenner one or the fashion one, put it here. You own yeah. the space. Make it better. Why are you only using two? I would use all of them. Conversion standpoint, I would put more because you want to click on stuff. I do like that they have the number of reviews right next to the dollar amount. I don't know the market well, but it looks like a high dollar amount for whatever the product is. When you put the number of reviews there, it kind of eases the blow of a higher price point. That's a very smart move. And maybe it's just the template or if it's intentional, good thing they're doing. I don't like this. You hover over that to part and I can't think Oh yeah. If you hover over it, it could cause some confusion. I feel like there's lots of confusion on our CRO based on this basic stuff right now. It makes no sense to me. No one the team looking at it? Why would you let that pass? All this stuff here is great. Watching on YouTube, this is good. I think this needs to be higher up. Why are you leaving up the chance that you can see this? Put it yeah. up here. Put it underneath here. Make this longer. If you see a website like this and you see that they're running a lot of ads, it's mm -hmm. probably working. You're already seeing flaws. That means that this is probably a product in demand. Similar to what we talked about, Eric, in the other episode, that website, Lords and Lady, sketchy. But they're advertising, so it must be working. The demand is there. You should be thinking about that as opportunity. If this website's working like this, what if I make it slightly better? Oh man, I can make money. That's what I'm thinking. Do they have subscription options? Not in this one. Other ones. I don't know how long it takes to run out of a product like this. Chapstick, I know. Like, I think I've seen Chapstick for a couple winters now. Never runs out. I like this. A lot of times people have really good R stories. You can convert this into an advertorial. It really tells the brand about why. And then in the bottom, you have like a nice call to action. Look at this great story about this person, what the challenge was, how she overcame it, how she discovered the product, and now why she's doing it. It's a great advertorial. A lot of founders have great stories. They just don't think that could be a good ad. I would run it and maybe they've tried it before, but. It's interesting to run traffic to that. Even if it's maybe middle of funnel traffic, trying to get them excited. They know what your product is. These are great photos. If that's the founder, I don't say funny costume, but it is something you don't see on social media all the time. It's very fun. That started how it's going. You have this one and then you have her like this. It's a great ad. Let's go to their subscribe page. Subscribe to the Hive. I like that. I like this box. Yeah, the packaging's great. Packaging's great. I like the color. Branding's nice too. This is really well done. 
I see that with a lot of celebrity brands, the branding is always awesome on a lot of celebrity brands. I think because the celebrity knows, hey, I'm putting my name on this, so it better look nice. And especially selling a beauty symbol or something too. If you have money to get a celebrity, you're going to get a nice upside. You can tell they take it seriously. They, they do have subscribing savers. Really good because LTV is everything in the food niche or repeat business, I should say. Well, let's click at the cart. What do you think of pricing having random, not like 61.19, not 99 or 00? What do you think of that? I see that a lot. I don't think he it's on purpose for the 19 because of like the 15% off, right? But I think the 71.99 is on purpose for sure. In my opinion, I don't think they thought about it. I think you're thinking about it. Let's check out. I don't like the state effects on their blinds. I think that's they need to work yeah. on that. Looks like you click it before you hover over it, which can cause confusion. Free shipping on orders over $60 is $61. So they really know how to choose that. Relatively straightforward checkout page. Sometimes the checkout pages are wild or something. This one looks pretty normal, so I have nothing to say. And probably autofill, just real quick. Have you seen a lot of shop pay? I've seen it a lot. I don't use Shopify right now, but as a consumer, I've been using it. And it has all your stuff saved. It's like super fast. And I do see a lot of founders... Shopify stores saying they love it. So I'd be interested to see what you think of that. I haven't used it too much. See, like this one there for feeling a little janky. The reason why this happens, Eric, is because the images aren't uniform. I see what you mean. So many little careless things here. I'm interested to see how much they're affecting the conversion rate. I imagine they're doing well, unless it has an upending and they're still figuring it out. But it does look nice in the UX. I'm interested to see what their conversion rate is or how that does. Such little carelessness. The stuff like this is easy to fix. You just literally, you know the size of the image. Why are you uploading sizes that are not that size? I'm assuming they're all real, by the way. And that's really, really good that they have so many. Guys, remember, the one for reviews are the real reviews, by the way. And I think everybody knows it. Obviously, it's going to work. It's not a cure. Yeah, that's a rough one. Fell for the Instagram ad. I hate to see that as an advertiser. I imagine that's a thing in this. I don't know much about this niche. So I never like to say anything about the niche that I don't understand. But it seems to me this niche of like using food as medicine, if it doesn't work equally as medicine, people might have to manage. They don't manage their expectations properly. From what I'm seeing, it could be a good niche. What I will say is they do respond to a lot of them. It looks like they respond pretty seriously. And even just as a customer, the fact that you're responding to these one-star reviews, it shows that, first of all, you're actually looking at them. And you actually care what people say. You want to fix it. That just goes a lot longer than if you just see a bunch of negative reviews. I don't know the face that well, but this is very interesting to me. There seems to be a demand for this product. And I love discovering products where there's demand. Do they donate a portion or anything to the bees? There's a big bee conservation movement now. And I think it's pretty serious. I haven't looked into a lot, but it seems serious. If they're doing something to fight it, that would be really cool too. I would hope that if they are doing it, they should make it more prominent because... Other than just stumbling upon this page, I wouldn't have known. 10% of the profits. So that's a whole marketing angle for a lot of people that could work. Depends how you word it, obviously, from our apparel. Lowest selling skew. You got exactly what I was going to say. Their apparel. I do appreciate the effort. At least do something though, but. It's a very interesting way they word it, guys. So remember, you can always get away with something by just saying, we donated from our lowest selling skew that no one buys, but at least you can say we donated. 10% of the profits of the tote bag. So the profit, whatever their margin is, 10% of that. Definitely not advertising this at all because it's 10 bucks. If you have a very serious angle where you're donating, like Tom's built a whole brand on it. I think it's an underrated angle for a lot of businesses. Basically, Tom's came out, everybody did it. And then it became, oh, you're just being Tom's. You're just donating again. And then people stopped. 
it could be a resurgence coming up because when Tums came out, every brand was just like doing it. it was, I think it depends on the cause and it was a fat angle for a while. Starbucks did that angle too. Starbucks built a big business on donating to farmers. Now it's not part of their business. The Starbucks one came because I read the book from the founder. They built this whole business based on we donate to farmers or coffee beans. And people still think that they still do it. But he's like, no, we don't do it anymore. That I never knew they did it at all. We are too young. Social activism, social issues are so much more prevalent. Depending on the issue, it could be a really good angle on your business, depending on the issue. But anyways, guys, that's the brand. Beekeepers Naturals. Take a look at it. Uh, let us know what you think. Any questions or comments, put it down below on the channel or email us or send us a message on Twitter. Make sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you guys have any other topics you'd like us to talk about, just let us know and we'll uh, make a new episode about it. But thanks guys for listening. Eric, thanks for coming on. Perfect. Eric, enjoy your day. See you guys. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.